recently there was a lot of personal stuff going on so I wasn't able to get in-depth research instead I'm going to read a short study on the physics and probability of flipping a coin the study was published in 2011 by Harvard professor L. Mahadevan and a Harvard physics graduate student E. Hao Young physics, and the coin toss. When you flip a coin to decide an issue, you assume that the coin will not land on its side, and perhaps less consciously, that the coin is flipped end over end. What happens if those assumptions are relaxed? Why is the outcome of a coin toss random? That is, why is the probability of a head of heads one half for a fair coin? Since the coin toss is a physical phenomenon governed by Newtonian mechanics, and the questions require one to link probability and physics via mathematical and statistical description of the coin's motion. However, that is not typically how one approaches the question. An empirical approach uh, based on repeated experiments might suggest that the result is approximately correct. Another route is based on symmetry, since a coin of zero thickness can land on either of two equivalent bases, probabilities for each must be the same. But such is clearly not always true. For example, a coin that does not flip even once will end up on its same side as started. And even if it flips, it might not do so frequently, instead it could wobble like a frisbee and thus still be biased to land with its starting side up randomness defined. The considerations noted raise, above raise a fundamental issue on probability, termed Bertrand's paradox. The idea is that a random process, probabilities are ill-defined unless one specifies the nature of the process that leads to a random variable. To illustrate the principle in context of a coin toss, we pose the following question. How thick should a coin be to have a one-third chance of landing on edge? John Val Newman is said to have solved the problem instantly on hearing of it, giving 0.35 for its aspect ratio, which is the thickness divided by diameter, a three-decimal approximation of 1 over 2 times the square root of 2. But how did he answer the question? Presumably, he assumed that all possible orientations of the coin are equally likely. Then, the question boils down to asking what the thickness of the coin should be, so that the areas of its sides and faces are equal when projected to the circumscribing sphere that characterizes the possible orientations. Figure 1a shows the geometry. But Van Neumann's mathematical plausible interpretation is impossible for a real tossed coin which must conserve angular momentum and thus cannot explore all possible orientations. For example, the possible orientations of a coin spun end over end about a diameter are limited to a circle, not a sphere. Consequently, the conditions of fairness lead to different answer, as shown in figure 1b. Clearly, the process underlying the generation of random variable matters.
getting physical. Endowing probability with an underlying physical basis is a natural way to build in a mechanism for randomness. The approach is antecedent, going back to Pierre-Simon Laplace and more directly to Henry Poincaré, who analyzed the game of roulette. Poincaré addressed the question of how a small variations in initial conditions and the physical of physics of collections determine the game's probabilistic outcomes. Later, Edward Humph showed how the nearly consistent observed frequencies of an event, frequencies consistent with statistical inference, can naturally arise from underlying physical process. Thank you for, again for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's reading. I have linked the article in the description of the episode if you would like to look at Amanda Havens and Young's work and look at the figure showing Bertrand's paradox. Come again next time.